0: Greetings, I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. Welcome. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now, if we choose to. Today is the eve of yet another anniversary of the September 11th terrorist attacks of 2001. And I think it would be naive to assume that there won't be additional attempted Islamist terrorist attacks on September 11th, that is tomorrow. At the same time, certainly national and even international attention is distracted by acts of nature, what are termed by many to be Acts of Mother Nature or Mother Earth, for that is what they worship, it is the creation, not the Creator. At this time, Hurricane Irma is lashing Florida here in the United States of America. And Hurricane Irma has been described as the most powerful hurricane ever recorded in the Atlantic Ocean. You know, for days and days, uh, meteorologists have been talking about Irma even before it made landfall in the Caribbean and projecting, forecasting, forecasting its track, or its path. And for many days, all of the emphasis and all of the conclusion was that Hurricane Irma, after clobbering the United States Virgin Islands, Dominican Republic, Cuba, Puerto Rico, and so forth, that it would then assault the Florida Keys and travel up the east coast of Florida and then Georgia and on to South Carolina and so forth. And prior hurricanes that have taken that route have typically also made landfall in north Carolina and off the coast of Virginia And sometimes, instead of then heading out into the Atlantic Ocean, sometimes have made significant impact in the Chesapeake Bay area, up to and including the swamp known as Washington, D.C., and so forth. Well, I found it interesting that there was no mention about it going to the West about it coming up the west coast of Florida and on through the Gulf. And that changed a couple days ago. These people who have such expertise and who speak with such authority about these meteorological matters, they finally caught on that maybe, just maybe, Hurricane Irma wasn't going to go according to plan in their predetermined path and might actually end up hitting the west coast of Florida. Well, that has been growing in observation, concern, and consensus. So anyway, now they are recognizing that and have been talking about that the truth of the matter is concerning these matters these meteorological matters some people would refer to them as natural disasters insurance companies like to refer to them as acts of God but the great expertise the great knowledge is in fact very limited as it is in all realms of life to this day, as it is with healthcare, not just dealing with things such as cancer and cancer in children, which has become increasingly common, but the mortality rate has dropped as there have been increases in medical knowledge as far as how to address it, but not without inflicting considerable, dare I say, great suffering on those children and without knowing how that's going to impact the remainder of their lives. But the mortality rate has dropped precipitously. But apart from things such as cancer and heart disease and stroke, and what have you, the little matters, <laughs> the common cold, or myriad diseases, are still still up for grabs as far as how definitive the wisdom is. And many times the facts from the Centers for Disease Control and from organizations such as the American Cancer Society and so forth are slanted a certain way because of ideology, Leftist, socialist ideology, pro abortion ideology, pro sodomite ideology, which dovetail, go hand in hand, just tentacles of the same beast. With regard to the pro abortion ideology, there is the matter of denying the reality, the fact of the abortion-breast-cancer link, namely that incidence of induced abortion leads to increased occurrence of breast cancer, not only of breast cancer, but of more virulent breast cancer, earlier onset breast cancer, breast cancer with greater mortality, and again, affecting younger and younger women. And this is true more markedly when the first child, the first baby is aborted and is even more increased or exaggerated with every subsequent induced abortion thereafter. But again, American Cancer Society and all within that realm, not just planned parenthood or barrenhood, all of those others, Susan G. Komen Society, and all of these with this extreme leftist pro-abortion ideology, supporters and promoters of induced abortion have continually denied the reality of that. But centers for disease control has been on the cutting edge, dare I say, of the sodomite agenda, going back decades now. And the numbers of people working at Centers for Disease Control that are of that persuasion is starkly in contrast with the general population. And surprise, surprise, they have managed to greatly influence the direction of the Centers for Disease Control. But it's th- true throughout HHS, Department of Health and Human Services, and, and federal government, going back, again, many decades. But again, today is on the eve of the anniversary of the Islamist terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. Where the Islamist terrorists will strike or will attempt to strike tomorrow, I don't know. And perchance, they will move it up and make that target date today, or the day following the 11th, namely the 12th. They'll take what they can get, and they will strike at what is referred to as the soft underbelly, of the Western nations, of Western civilization. And they will do so at this time in order to have maximum propaganda effect, maximum shock and awe. But, of course, they're delighted to do so at any time, in any place, where they can inflict mass casualties. All in a good day's work, all in a good cause, a great cause. <laughs> for their God, Allah, which in fact is a pseudonym for Satan, and for their false prophet, mass murderer, terrorist, child rapist, Muhammad. Regarding Hurricane Irma, it is being tailed, seemingly, by Hurricane Jose. And the earlier forecasts were that Jose would just spin out into the Atlantic Ocean and harmlessly dissipate, so on and so forth. Well, at this point in time, it seems that is not the case. It seems like Jose is... Following Irma to some degree, greater or lesser. On the previous program, I made mention of this sanitization, sanitizing operation of eliminating any visible visual references to the war between the states that honored any leaders of the South, leaders of the Confederacy, irrespective of how honorable, godly, righteous, courageous, self-sacrificing and humane they were. And I mentioned about having heard a certain host of Fox News who has been promoted over and over and over now in very recent times to take the place of this person, that person, the other person that has left Fox News one way or another, referred to his having agreed with his guest, who's a black minister, that these, such as... Robert E. Lee, Thomas Jonathan Jackson, otherwise known as Stonewall Jackson, that they were traitors. He agreed, repeatedly agreed with that. Uh, Tucker Carlson agreed with his guest. Well, again, these so-called traitors were outstanding Americans. And even though they were against the South seceding. They stood for the defense of their families and loved ones, and they exercised their constitutionally guaranteed right to secede, which all of the founding fathers that signed that document, the Constitution, agreed to. But our famous president, I would say most famous president, along with George Washington, who is becoming ever so much less famous, but the extremely famous president, Abraham Lincoln, of course, made them out to be traitors. But they were outstanding men. These, Robert E. Lee, Thomas Jonathan Jackson, and so very many others. Back to Hurricane Irma. I couldn't help noticing something that was stated on the Weather Channel, and I've referenced the Weather Channel previously with regard to that total eclipse, the totality, all of that. Well, here's a quote from the other day, from the Weather Channel, which was repeated over and over and over. They were using this in their advertisements, where they would have little advertisements of the Weather Channel on the Weather Channel, and undoubtedly on other channels as well. So this is what it said. So listen closely, because the Weather Channel knows all. Quote, As Hurricane Irma approaches, there is one place to turn to and to trust. Trust in the Weather Channel. End quote. In case you didn't get all of that, in case you were distracted by my delivery, let me repeat it. Quote, As Hurricane Irma approaches, there is one place to turn to and to trust. Trust in the Weather Channel. End quote. Isn't that fabulous? Again, these people that are in charge of the Weather Channel, that are behind the Weather Channel, they are either (laughs) so... ignorant, so devoid of the ability to hear themselves and what they're saying and they are so enamored with themselves or they are so dedicated to this worldwide, globalist, socialist cause that they approve this for mass circulation, mass broadcasting, repeating it over and over and over and over and over again, continually, that the one place to turn to and to trust is the Weather Channel, not just with regard to Hurricane Irma, but Hurricane Jose, Hurricane Harvey, any and every earthquake, any and every volcano, any and every tornado, drought, flood, tsunami, not just for information about those events, but for how to survive, how to live through these things. Not God, not faith, because that's ignorant and backwards. And all of that. But instead, the brilliant scientists at the Weather Channel, who really had some egg on their face back during the total eclipse, because they repeatedly got shut out where they had no view of the eclipse, after having so carefully prepared to broadcast it. It was remarkable. But again, they know all. They are the ones to trust. They are the ones to entrust your life to, your safety to, your survival to, the Weather Channel. Well, this nation is awash with perverted language. It didn't happen suddenly. It didn't happen yesterday. It has been a continual, incessant assault that has been taking place for many, many decades. There is an old saw. It's not that old, I suppose, but it's that... He who tells the news controls the news, or words to that effect. Well, language is the means of the vast majority of communication. Yes, there is body language, <laughs> of course. There are mannerisms and gestures and facial expressions and tears, and laughter, and all those things. Shouting, screaming, whispering, what have you. But, words, in the various different languages, in the vast variety of languages, words are the medium of communication. In addition to all of the visual clues that we have now with video Movies, TV, streaming, and that. But words are extremely important. Even though they are now taking a back seat to visual imagery. And if you don't believe me on that, just turn on the nightly network news. And the major advertisers are pharmaceutical companies. And they will be promoting this drug or that drug. This drug that will help clear up psoriasis. Or that drug that will minimally reduce the frequency of migraine headaches. If, in fact, they do what these companies claim. But, along with all the happy people who are so happy having taken these medications, which have all manner of dangerous side effects, then you will hear, (laughs) along the bottom you will see it and you will hear it about the side effects. So yes, take Botox to reduce the frequency of migraine headaches. But then you will see That, and don't quote me on this, I could be off by one or two. That if you have more than 14 migraine days per month, that this is recommended, that taking Botox for migraine headaches reduces the frequency per month by one or two days. More than taking a placebo. That's right. One or more days than taking something that has no effect. And yet you get all of these side effects that go along with it. That you can experience paralysis. Stroke. I don't know what all the, it's, what all the myriad terrible side effects are. I don't happen to have them at my fingertips to share with you but they are staggering. Or, matter of taking something to clear up your skin. And meanwhile, oh yes, it can cause cancer, (laughs) right? It can cause leukemia, it can cause this, that, and the other thing, but it's so worth it. The Food and Drug Administration is supposed to oversee these things, these drugs. And they supposedly serve our best interest. They supposedly protect us from harmful things. But, lo and behold, for some reason or other, drug after drug after drug, irrespective of how harmful the side effects are, and irrespective of how little benefit it provides, drug after drug after drug, is permitted to pass, is given FDA approval. Remarkably. And yet, meanwhile, natural supplements or naturopathic treatments for cancer, they fight those tooth and nail. It's rather remarkable. And the question is, why is that? Why does it work that way if you can call that working? Well, (laughs) There are individuals with agendas that are not pro-person, not pro-humane, not (laughs) pro-life. And as long as these drugs in their advertisements state that there can be adverse reactions, grave adverse reactions, life-threatening adverse reactions, they have fulfilled their responsibility to inform the public. And then, it's the public's fault if they take it. Even if it's being promoted by their doctor, who it's being promoted to. It's... Anyway, this has been going on for decades, and I don't doubt that you're aware of that. But it strikes me as appalling nonetheless, but the perversion of language. I heard a reference to someone's nephews and nieces the other day, and that, I can't remember what was being said about that she wanted to get gifts for her nephews and nieces or something to that effect. Well, it turned out, those nephews and nieces are not her nephews and nieces, because she is not married to the person whose nephews and nieces those are. So, And yet this has become so common. When's the last time you saw something on television, if you watch television, a romantic comedy or something of that ilk, a romantic dramedy, and they refer to so-and-so or so-and-so refers to themselves as being single, Someone asks, you know, if they're available. Oh, I, I'm single. And what that means is not that they're not married, but that it's been, a oh, I don't know, eight hours since they were shacking up with somebody, living with somebody. You know, it's been a day. It's been a weekend. They're not currently cohabiting with somebody whatever so they're single well what is it when they are cohabiting with somebody it's like the sodomites just incredible these people who male with male and they refer to their male that they are currently engaging in sexual perversion with as their husband their groom, their husband. Or, the counterpart, the woman, refers to the woman that she's currently engaging in sexual perversion with as her wife, her bride. Again, the battle cry of the sodomite activists for decades was that marriage is legalized rape. Marriage is legalized rape, according to The sodomites. But they had a change in tactics. And they decided, they determined that it would be more useful in their assault on the good and the godly to do this. If you can't beat them, join them. So now we want to be married, and we demand the right to be married, even though there is no right to do evil and to call evil good. But our Supreme Court is so perverted, corrupted, that it went along. And when I say Supreme Court, I'm not just referring to the Supreme Court of California or Massachusetts or what have you, but the federal Supreme Court. I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done, in case you missed the introduction to this program. And whatever you agree with or appreciate or what have you about this program, that's thanks to God. Whatever you despise about this program, put it on me. I take responsibility for it. But corrupting and perverting language has been at the core of subverting, perverting, corrupting, degrading, and eventually, ultimately overthrowing this nation. Assaulting little children, kindergartners, with this ideology that they're are not two sexes, male and female. That you're not born a baby boy or a baby girl, but there is a third sex. And it's yet to be determined what your sexuality is and how you express that sexuality. This for five-year-olds. This in the United States of America. This is not a nation that trusts in God. This is a nation that trusts in the Weather Channel and trust in the federal government, trusts in the Supreme Court, when the Supreme Court is giving it the rulings that it wants, the perverse, corrupt, vile, lewd, profane rulings that it wants. This is a nation which trusts that there is no God, or at least not the true God. A nation which gives special, favorable treatment to Islamists, Buddhists, you name it. But even Satanists, not to Christians. A nation which does not prefer Christians for its leaders, contrary to former Supreme Court Justice John Jay. Marital rape. I referred to that in the previous program, something that Sean Hannity of Fox News is habitually speaking out against in his blindness and ignorance. And I do absolutely mean blindness and ignorance. He's part of the problem. And he uses his bully pulpit to be part of the problem and to promote that to promote that sodomite agenda blindly and ignorantly. And he hasn't been doing it for a day. He's been doing it for years. (laughs) But what is marriage really? Marriage is from God who created we, the people, not just we, the people in the now United States of America, were in the colonies previously, but in Israel and preceding Israel, going back to the Garden of Eden, in fact, in point of fact. And God referred to Adam and Eve as Adam. God called them Adam. Adam gave Eve the name Eve, but God called them Adam. And God's word was that man would leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife. And wherefore they were twain, now shall they be one flesh. And what God joined together, let not man put asunder. God recognized them as one and viewed the sin of adultery, of deserting one's spouse, of separating from one's spouse and taking another as being guilty of blood, of spilling of blood. He had a very high view of marriage in terms of the terminology that's used today. That's become so common, a very high view or a low view or something else, an extremely high view, the reason for his prohibitions was because of the value he placed on marriage. Marriage didn't exist for any except for male and female, and a male that was unable to take a female was not permitted marriage. And yet now we have male with male and female with female, and they are calling this marriage and giving it legal sanction and giving them insurance benefits, death benefits, health benefits, everything else, and carefully indoctrinating the children that this is natural, normal, legitimate, responsible, honorable, loving Behavior that has to be not merely grudgingly tolerated, but it has to be respected and admired and appreciated and needs to be considered as a possible lifestyle for them, a death style. Amazing, but true. And so instead of murdering preborn babies being referred to as even induced abortion, even induced abortion, no, 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 we can't use that, that terminology. It's abortion. No, abortion is miscarriage. Induced abortion, whether chemically or surgically, physically, is murder each and every time committed by the abortionist who is some type of medical professional, whether it be doctor or nurse or midwife or what have you, medical professional who, contrary to the Hippocratic oath to do no harm, first do no harm, has dedicated themselves to daily do harm, murderous harm, to the only completely, utterly innocent members of society who are housed within the sanctity of their mother's womb for their safety, for their nurture, for their development, for their bonding to their mother, and who are savagely sought out to be destroyed, unconstitutionally subjected to search and seizure and destruction. With the stamp of approval of the United States Supreme Court, and of many Profane apostate ministers, pastors. And of course, with the enthusiastic backing of not just many entertainers, but many corporate CEOs and chairmen of the board. And so many federal government, not just employees, but heads of departments and agencies. And former presidents and vice presidents. And, of course, Donald Trump, before he was against abortion, was for abortion. But, meaning induced abortion. Then there's the matter of, that goes along with it, infanticide. The only difference with infanticide and induced abortion is that it takes place after the baby has been removed from the womb. And if despite the efforts to murder the child in the womb, the child is delivered alive, the abortionists take care of that little problem by murdering the baby, such as putting it in a pail of water and covering it with a cloth. You know, that terrible waterboarding. We can only allow waterboarding for 10 seconds at a time for Islamist terrorists. That's, that's all they were doing it. And yet that was even forbidden. But here, babies, go put them in a corner for an hour. <laughs> but then we're so caring, we're so loving, we're so concerned for the health of the mother. Because after all, There's no axe to grind. There's no profit motive here. There's no ideological warfare against godliness and righteousness and the innocent. No, no, no. No, we're just so concerned for those mothers, those dear mothers, that we legalize the monstrous sexual violation and violence against their baby in their womb that in the case of those who are not the worst of them, in so many cases will haunt them for the rest of their lives, not to mention increase the likelihood of them contracting breast cancer and not just breast cancer, but at a much earlier age they never heard about before, and more virulent forms. Now, when I conducted an abortion breast cancer public service campaign, loving, life-sparing public service campaign, back in 1996, the left, the abortionist promoters, the American Cancer Society, Susan G. Komen Foundation, Planned Parenthood, NARAL, and the list goes on, not to mention all of the major media, denounced it as being political, and denounced it because I wasn't a scientist. But meanwhile, if they have whoever, whatever actress or actor, speak up in favor of induced abortion. Well, that's completely legit. If it happens to be a news anchor or a news reporter, it doesn't matter that they're not a scientist or a doctor. That's completely legitimate. (laughs) I wasn't claiming to be doing the science. I was simply communicating the truth at great cost to myself, communicating the truth of the consequences for those mothers of induced abortion, of uninformed choices to allow, to permit their babies to be destroyed. But perverted language that has permitted induced abortion right through full term, that has permitted infanticide, and rewarded these things, encouraged them, condoned them, and rewarded them, has permitted, enabled, the destruction of people, all too often female young adults, by court-ordered euthanasia, so-called, mercy-killing, so-called, One after another after another who have died, been starved and dehydrated to death for days with state troopers at the doors of where they're being kept to prevent anyone from being able to rescue them or even to give them water. It's happened over and over and over for decades. Meanwhile, only 99 vicious, heinous murderers are executed a year. That was the last figure I heard. Amazing. Amazing. The American people are required to pay taxes which will pay for the most monstrous evil destroyers to be kept alive and well to the tune of eh, 100,000 a year 200,000 a year whatever and if they are finally executed for the execution to cost oh million dollars or more or more but our founding fathers who were so backwards our founding fathers, the likes of not just George Washington, but the likes of their relatives, like Robert E. Lee. they were so backwards and so on and so forth that if there was a vicious murderer that was caught, that person was executed. not 20 years later, not after they had been given a second chance and a third chance and whatever, and committed more monstrous murders, but no, they were executed, removed from the earth, in accord with God's word, which required it, lest he bring his wrath upon a nation awash with blood, not the blood of the murderers and destroyers, but of those whom they murdered and destroyed, that their blood cries out and it demands that they be executed. But we know so much better. We are so advanced. We are so extremely sophisticated and developed now, and yet we worship the earth. (laughs) and and we worship non-existent entities. Amazing. Remarkable. Well, Washington, the state of Washington, is going to pot. But before I go on with that, let me just make mention of another one that was put to death, again, by very compassionate authorities. Charlie Guard, you know, the terminally ill baby in England. The parents were denied permission to bring him home to die. Well, that would have been wrong because the Great Osmond or pardon me, Ormond Street Hospital said that was not possible due to the ventilation Charlie needs. He would die from lack of ventilation, so he couldn't be sent home to die. Had to be kept at the hospital. And if they would not be allowed to bring him home and care for him, because he had been given a death sentence, that he was terminally ill, he would die, he could not live. But they were not permitted to take him home. So, failing that, they requested permission for him to be brought to a hospice where they could spend time with him over a period of days before he passed. That, too, was denied. And the grounds for that was that such an extended period of time would require doctors to oversee it. And unfortunately for them, they were unable to find any decent, compassionate, godly doctors to stand up and come forward and volunteer to do that. So the court in its extreme wisdom, it ordered Charlie Gard to be sent to a hospice to die. What about the ventilation needs? Right? What about the doctors? Well, here is the beauty of it. He wasn't going to be kept alive for a few days. He wasn't going to be permitted to live for a few more days to be with his parents. Instead, the order was for him to die. So who should make such decisions? Parents or courts? In courts we trust, even though in the Bible the judges were the priests, not lawyers of this ilk. The lawyers were the lawyers of the word of God, of the law of God, not of these man-made perversions of law. But again, we know so much better now. We are so advanced, we are so enlightened, we are so improved, we are so much further ahead than those poor people back in the darkness of a couple millennia ago, right? So advanced. If you don't believe me, just Use your remote control and reality show, reality show, reality show that has no reality. Network news program, cable news program that is all kinds of socialist leftist ideology or that believes it needs to include that along with the other in order for it to be balanced. Well, Washington is going to pot. The United States of America is going to pot going to pot, to marijuana, to cannabis, a psychotropic drug, Hmm? a mind-bending drug that alters DNA. Meanwhile, in Washington State and Idaho and elsewhere across the United States of America, there are state advertisements. They're paid for with tax dollars of citizens who are diametrically opposed To this. But they are regarding seeking to bring traffic related fatalities down to zero in Washington. And they promote not just not drinking and driving, but volunteering to serve as designated drivers, but now beyond that, volunteering to walk impaired drivers home or to get them home via taxi cabs and car services. That's right, it's your responsibility, it's my responsibility to take those drunks home so that they won't hurt themselves, okay? And all of this while the government promotes recreational use of pot. Everywhere I go, everywhere I drive, I see one after another, after another miserable little business that is selling pot. How many impaired drivers is that going to result in? And yet, meanwhile, oh, they want to get the fatalities down to zero, like heck they do. It's complete, utter hypocrisy. And meanwhile, they want to snuff out smoking in Washington and Idaho. Oh my gosh, just terrible tobacco. We have to get rid of that. Because tobacco with nicotine, if you smoke long enough and frequently enough, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you may die of cancer. As compared to pot resulting in a deadly accident the first time you use it. I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now if we choose to. If not, we may find ourselves (laughs) sinking into the abyss courtesy of these wonderful world planners national planners, state planners who know better for us and our children and our families and loved ones than we ourselves. Until next time.